What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Good morning. Yeah, healthy alive, you know, and enjoying a nice cup of tea, as usual. See ya. Morning ritual. Today is Thanksgiving in America, and so mm-hmm. I will just say to you, although it's a night early, happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. I know you're overseas and don't celebrate, but nonetheless. Yeah. yeah. Well, don't, don't you worry. Don't you worry. I am going to be making myself. I'm going to have to do it myself. I'm going to be making a pumpkin pie. Yeah. For myself. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and I will have some turkey. to celebrate with. Yeah, I will have some turkey. There might be some COVID hiding in my stuffing, but, <laughs> um, you know, I'll give it a give it a try. But, um, you know, what's odd is I have to, this is the strangest thing. I have to make pies. If I want pie, like apple pie, cherry pie, uh, pumpkin pie, that kind of stuff, I have to make it. And you say, well, okay, why wouldn't you just go out and buy one? You know, all those bakeries over there. These people have no idea what pie is. It's it's the craziest thing. You would think, I mean, uh, as as world-renowned bakers as, as the Germans are, they would know pie. But to be fair, maybe, maybe that's a business opportunity. Maybe you can make open yeah. a storefront or something. I, you know what? Yeah. I've been told that. I've been told that if you could open a, a pie shop, you would actually make money because every time I make a pie here and I share it with somebody, I mean, it's gone. It's gone. If I share yeah. it with people, oh my, they just tear that thing apart. And they're like, yeah. what is this? And I'm like, it's pie. We don't have anything like this. But I mean, to be fair, if you go into a German bakery, the last thing on your mind is pie. I can assure you that is the last thing on your mind because there is just so much good stuff in there. But anyway, I digress. Uh, but no, seriously, happy Thanksgiving to all the Americans, uh, all the American listeners, all my countrymen, countrywomen. Happy Thanksgiving to all of you. I hope you all have a, uh, a great Thanksgiving. And I hope that you are defying the, the nonsense orders uh, that are out there. Yes. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that, that's just ridiculous. Now, I know that there are which, by the way, are you are you preparing for your uh, COVID Thanksgiving? Are you, are you preparing for all of the uh, oh, restrictions? Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. We, we have. Um, yeah, we, we have our civil disobedience uh, planned out. Uh, we okay. are not going to do any of the regulations that they're saying. Oh, um, I'm a strong believer of um, we are the um, we, we're we're well, governed by consent, right? We'd consent to these things. And if you continue to consent to the COVID lockdowns, to the COVID restrictions, um, well, it's not going away because you're consenting to it. You're, you're giving them the authority to do it. So I'm a firm believer in, in civilly disobey, uh, disobeying this and saying, no, I'm, no, this isn't okay with me. No. So my, my well, family you know is what? those that are there are going to, yeah. 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 And I, and I hope everybody at, uh, at your, humble abode there will be uh, happy and healthy and have a great day. Um, the NFL, surprising, yeah, the NFL, surprisingly, they agree with you. The NFL, all right, the National Football League, they agree with you. They say, of course, there's a Thanksgiving uh, Thanksgiving Day game every year. I was going to say that that's yep. probably why, because there's a big following yep. on the, yeah. Yep. And they say that the Thanksgiving game is still on. Despite the mounting positive COVID cases at the Ravens facility, they don't care. Those are ratings. That is a big game because ratings. that's what you do. That's what you do. You have Thanksgiving dinner and then everybody sits around after dinner and they watch the game. 
That's how it is. Is it, uh, are they going to do the BLM nonsense? Are they going to do the woke? I don't know. I really don't know. Because, uh, but well, I'll, I'll shut the TV off. They're like, yeah. Well, I tell you what, you, you're going to have to watch and you're going to have to tell me because I mean, I don't get the, they're starting to show NFL games over here because they're, they're desperate for ratings, but uh, people don't really watch it. You know, a few people do, but not, not very much. Well, I mean, we, 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 I, sometimes we watch the game depending on what family's there, but usually we watch, um, the, uh, pumpkin chucking. Pumpkin you know, chucking? They, <laughs> Well, I mean, they, I know what pumpkin make, chucking is. I'm from the Midwest. I know what pumpkin chucking yeah, is, but yeah, they, they make uh, giant air cannons to launch pumpkins and chuck. Interesting. Them. I, I want to get yeah. on get in on that, man. We, we just yeah, make potato yeah. guns, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's a giant potato gun. Uh, that's basically what it is. And they they um, fire them large pumpkin. Well, I mean, your you average size pumpkin. Uh, they they fire those, and some of them you'll see them with like a trebuchet or a catapult or something. You know, the the classic. But um, yeah, they, they do that. It's kind of a tradition every year. Uh, we watch that just for funsies. You know, I, I grew up. Uh, I, I grew up in Southeast Ohio on a uh, uh, on the Ohio River. <laughs> And we used, as I said, we used to make potato guns and we would go out, you know, down to the local hardware store and we would spend our, uh, you know, our money on, uh, you know, PVC pipes like this, <laughs> this long thing, of PVC pipe. And, uh, we would, of course, you know, go out and we, what, what do you boys need with, uh, uh, 25 cans of hairspray. Nothing, nothing. <laughs> oh, they, they full well know what you're doing. <laughs> they, they know what it was 25 cans of hairspray yeah. and they, PVC they knew. pipe. Yeah. And uh, why do you need a nine volt battery and a, uh, and, and a, and a spark switch? Why do you, why do you need that? Uh, no reason. No reason. <laughs> we, uh, we would make up these potato guns and I mean, cause I mean, we had potato fields. We had a lot of, you know, potatoes we didn't use. I mean, what? It's you know, they're, they're, fun. Yeah, they were rotten. So, I mean, or they were in the process. You couldn't eat them. So I mean, yeah. why not? But, uh, we um we had a friend of ours who who actually lived on the river and to this day he still lives he has a house right there on the river and that's what we used to do we used to all make our guns and we used to go down there and we would see who could get the potato the furthest across the river to the West Virginia <laughs> side <laughs> yeah. obviously I mean it was too wide you couldn't make it all the way across I mean it was yeah. like you know uh, three quarters of a mile across but I mean you couldn't do it but um we would you know have fun seeing who could get the potato the furthest and who would build the best gun. So I mean, that's what you do when you live in a town. You really got nothing to do. You grow up in a town of four to six thousand people. There's really nothing to do. Mm-hmm. All right. So anyway, on Monday, back to the NFL. On Monday, the Baltimore Ravens learned of positive COVID tests for three important players. On Tuesday, a report has surfaced that there are even more positive tests. Usually, this is the call to shut the entire thing down. Right? Oh, we got to shut it all down. We can't do this. Except on the day that you're the only game and you've got millions and millions and millions of dollars of revenue coming in, then you don't care, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. See how this Isn't is? This, oh, the, yeah. this is the biggest day other than the Super Bowl, is it not? Other than the Super uh, Bowl, for yeah. this. Yeah. And uh, Christmas Day. Christmas Day. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. So, uh, the Ra- of course, this is uh, Jeff uh, Z- Zerebic. I-, I don't know who this is. Uh, the Ravens learned this morning of more positive COVID-19 tests per sources. Uh, and per sources, the Ravens have had as many as four new positive tests for COVID-19 today after learning of four others on Sunday night. All told, since Sunday night, there's been at least 10 positive cases, not all players, coaches and support staff members included. Uh, Ravens reacted to positive tests. Many said, okay, so. Uh, the official statement from the Baltimore Ravens says, with the health and safety of the players and staff remaining the highest priority, well, apparently not, apparently not, if you're going to have the game, the Baltimore Ravens have determined that all further team activities will be conducted virtually today. Due to the condensed schedule and preparation for the Steelers game, the Ravens will cancel media availability for today. That's their official statement on it. So they didn't actually say anything. By the way, 
the uh, for those that don't know, the Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers, that's a very long rivalry there. And the reason that those two teams don't like each other. And uh, to that point, uh, it goes back to the time that that team or that franchise rather was the Cleveland Browns before they were sold out to Baltimore. That's where that rivalry comes from. It's a spillover from the ownership is all it is. And so that's a hot ticket game. The, the Ravens versus the Steelers always has been. Same thing with the Steelers and the Browns. And of course, I think the Steelers, and I could be wrong, but I, I think this is what I've been watching with the, uh, the headlines. The Steelers are undefeated this year. So they, they haven't. Yeah, they haven't actually been dropped at all. So, um, you know, and by the way, when I was a football fan, that was my team, you know, the Steelers all the way. It's always been that way. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Steel City since champions. We, since, since we pulled out the uh, the uh, stat there for the Steelers, the the Ravens are at 6-4. Uh, 6-4? Six 6-4. Six okay. Yeah, 6-4. Ravens are set to face the Steelers on Thanksgiving Day, a game that m- one might assume would be canceled with what appears to be a coronavirus outbreak, according to the Ravens facility. However... As of the time of this writing, the NFL appears to be determined to play the game as scheduled. NFL spokesman says Thursday night's game is on. This is a quote. We will continue to monitor developments in consultation with our medical experts. Our foremost concern is the health and safety of players, coaches and game day personnel. There's Um, no change of the status to the status of the game. So I'm I'm seeing that the game was actually postponed till Sunday. Okay. All right. This This is... Uh, less than an hour ago, this was posted. They just did. Okay, so this is from this morning. Okay, all right. Yes, all right. That's, yeah, all right. You, you, so you got the, the earlier, or excuse me, you got the later one. Yeah, it's saying it's been, uh, this is just in um, fairly recently. Looks like uh, the Thanksgiving night game between the Baltimore Ravens and Pittsburgh Steelers will be moved or has been moved to Sunday afternoon. Uh, they just announced this uh, uh, after the COVID 19 outbreak. Okay. Uh, Well, I stand corrected. The NFL does care. Yeah, and it was the NFL that actually decided to postpone it. It wasn't the team itself. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, they're going to be over it within three days, I suppose. I mean, these guys are the elite of the elite when it comes to athletes, right? They, you're you're in the upper 1% of athletes yeah. to be on the NFL. Yeah. They're going to be fine. I mean, they're more than likely they're going to be asymptomatic anyway, or the worst symptom they'll have is probably like loss of taste and smell. <laughs> Fever. Maybe maybe fever or something. You know, that's that's one of the more common ones. The but, uh, the um, person that you and I know, that's that's what they had: loss of taste and smell and a fever. For they ran a fever for like I think it was like three days, three or four days, and they really couldn't really couldn't eat anything. But uh, after did he, that, did he eat anything like bite into an onion or something, or or eat foods that typically you wouldn't? Eat? <laughs> he t- well, he told me when I was talking to him, he said that he couldn't taste or smell anything. He tried it all, and it just it just didn't work. And he said the fact that he couldn't. When he was eating, he says it, it didn't. It made him not want to eat, so he couldn't eat. Oh, that makes sense. I, I the reason I ask is I've seen videos and stuff of people taking like an onion, like a red onion, and just biting into it, or uh, you know, eating some garlic or or you know, whatever, just strong you know, pungent foods, and you, you, know, you can I tell can actually, there's no sensation. Yeah, you know, I can actually. The only way that I could do that would be a Vidalia onion. Right, you know what I'm talking about. I sure, I could sure. I yeah. could actually eat one of those things like an apple. I kid you not. Those uh, things agreed, are so good. Agreed. Those are really good. I don't know. I I could do honestly. I I eat red onion by itself too. I mean, I just yeah. You can you can. We'll have I, I like grilled red onions. You know, I, I throw those on the grill. I've got one of those vegetable uh, basket things, and and I throw oh, like all kinds of cooked. chopped vegetables and stuff in there. It's oh, you just cooked. eat it straight. You just eat it yeah, straight. Just straight. Yeah, I'll eat it. Yeah, we we have. We'll yeah, have you can chop up in there. For, throw it, throw it in a salad uh, yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah, salad or or um, whatever meal, other meal, but I'll put them on sandwich or something. But I, 
I'll eat them raw. I'll just go in there and mm-hmm. yeah. Pennsylvania election certification process blocked by federal judge. But the media said that they certified it already. Yeah. So those um, I, I believe Georgia was also wanting something like this, the bipartisan um, election whatever, whatever the title was for them, uh, they were saying there needs to be an audit and all Georgia did was account. So the fact yeah, that they're don't doing do account. this in Pennsylvania. Yeah, you don't do account in these states. You go in there and you audit and you find out what the hell yeah. happened. Do you know what's yeah. going to screw the, you know what's going to screw the problem in Georgia? You know what's happening in Georgia? Shredder trucks are showing up. Yeah. That's, that's a problem. It, it, that is a big, it, it, the thing is, is um, <laughs> typically if you, if you're a, um, um, ballot observer, right? If you're an observer and you're in there watching the ballots uh, be counted, if you're not allowed to watch the count, that means all those ballots are thrown out. That's that's typically what it means um, in, in this scenario. So going back and recounting them, that, that's, that's great. Uh, but as you said, the, the thing that's happening there in Georgia... Um, why, why do you need to go in and, um, shred those ballots? Now, uh, uh, isn't there, you know, a process like, um, it, it almost seems like you're going to throw out the, if, if they continue on this path, they're going to end up throwing out all the ballots in Georgia because we don't know now. And so we'll have to do a revote and they'll have to revote no. in January. Trump doesn't need Georgia. He gets Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania. That's it. He doesn't need Georgia. Yeah, I think I think all he needs is is it like Pennsylvania and like uh, one of the other smaller states like uh, Wisconsin or Michigan or yep. something like that. Yeah, he wins. Yeah, even if I think he, I don't, I don't remember what the what what he's at, but I think even if he just gets Pennsylvania, isn't it? Isn't it that I think close, he needs Wisconsin or? too. I think he needs Wisconsin. Uh, yeah, too. one of the smaller ones. Yeah, okay. Uh, but yeah, don't believe the mainstream media. When it comes to uh, when it comes to this, that's a, that's a fog of war. Don't pay attention to that. They're they're a disgrace. They're degenerates. Leave them, just leave them be. They're going to do whatever they're going to do. They're going to say whatever they're going to say. You know, it's, that includes what did I say? Fox. What's that? That includes Fox News. That includes Fox. You're damn either. right. Yeah, you're damn right. Parler. Back to Parler. Parler CEO uh, debunks the uh, the Parler hack hoax. There's a the conspiracy theory floating around out there that's uh, on Twitter that's saying that Parler got hacked. Uh, Parler did not get hacked. John Mast, CEO of Parler, came out and made a statement on it. He says the dif- it's a disinformation campaign, which you notice they're out there going after this guy, calling him an extremist, a, 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 a you know, crazy guy, whatever. Look, the guy has created something that is a superior product and a service to what's out there. And hats off to the man. That's what he's done. Yeah. He's one of the original developers of the iPhone, uh, Matt says. And so the guy knows tech. I mean, and it's funny. Whenever you see him uh, post up a picture on something, there's always a gun there. You know, like <laughs> it's always in the picture. Like, you know, he, he sits there and he's drinking coffee like he's, he's sitting in his chair drinking coffee. And he's got like his uh, his uh, Steyer Aug right there in his hand. And he's like, mm-hmm. I wonder, do any of our UK people, how do you guys take your coffee? You know, I'm just I'm just curious. <laughs> 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 he, he had in another one he had a, i think it was like a it looked like a beretta sitting there on the table and he's like you know i just ordered these two plants and one of them came broken can you believe this and he shows like a picture of the plant and then the gun right next to him. <laughs> he does that just to troll people just to troll people it's hilarious but uh he says that the uh excuse me uh this was put out by mark dice you know who mark dice is the guy that, that runs around on the uh the boardwalk out in california asking questions Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, the disinformation campaign against Parler continues with false claims about be- uh, Parler being hacked. There's a hashtag that's trending on Twitter called uh, Parler Hacked. And uh, here's a statement from the CEO, John Matz himself. He says, uh, and I'm just quoting here. Uh, this is what he put out uh, on Parler at his account. The alleged Parler hack is a screenshot from a WordPress website that has been circulated repeatedly over the past six months. Despite Parler's 
multiple responses that we do not use WordPress products nor WordPress databases. All of our databases are hidden behind multiple layers of security and are not accessible via the web. That's awesome. I I love that. This is an irresponsible rumor which uses a tech-looking WordPress config file, which is only capable of confusing a journalistic hack, not an actual hacker. If Twitter continues to fact-check others, they should also fact-check posts such as these that spread viral misinformation. Is that a little jab at Jack Dorsey? I think it might be. It's fun watching these guys go back and forth. Furthermore, we don't, and I can attest to this because I'm a verified user on Parler, we don't store any personal data User verification data is deleted on completion. Any direct messages cannot send videos and or images. All allegations are fake. They're just obsessed with us. Yes, sir, they are. They are obsessed with you. And they don't like you. You're infringing on their territory. And quite heavily, I might add, because you're not a censor. You're not an editor. You actually believe in free speech. You believe in the town square. And these other tech companies do not. They don't. You had mentioned another tech company uh, there uh, before we started recording. What What is it? It's it's not, well, maybe it's not, a, I don't know if it's a company, it's another service that's a competitor now that's rising to take on Facebook. Parler is essentially mm-hmm. a, a competitor to Twitter, and you can also kind of throw some Facebook-style-esque stuff in there with it, but it's not, it's more akin to Twitter than than Facebook. What is this other one you say that's, that's kind of a, a spinoff of Facebook that's becoming popular? Uh, it's uh, called MeWe. Uh, M-E-W-E. Uh, it's um, basically it's an alternate to uh, Facebook. It's the parlor of Facebook. I don't know much of it. I've heard it's really nice. It's really convenient uh, as the user. But other than that, I, I, I don't know much about it. I haven't really looked into it yet. Um, but they're supposed to be um, more free speech uh, oriented. You know, I was telling Marty a good number of months ago, I said this, I, I told him this was going to happen. I said, as these companies start down this path, I said, as this agenda continues on, I said, these companies are going to jump on board with this agenda and people are going to walk away. They're they're just going to walk away. And so don't worry about whatever we were because we were jumping onto Parler and, and, you know, Telegram and and other platforms back then. And he says, well, all these are are echo chambers of this side. I said, no, 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 no. I said, it might be that way now. I said, but just give it a few months. Just give it a few months. It will change. It will change. And here we are six months down the road. And guess what? You're starting to see the influx of people that are that are tired of on all sides that are tired of the censorship. They're tired of it. Hell, I I read something today. Twitter users are going to warn users when they like a misleading post. What's a misleading post? It's whatever they say it is. Yeah. And that's that's me. We doesn't do any of that kind of stuff. Um, Parler doesn't either. So. Yep, right. So as of 10 days ago, uh, MeWe was number two on uh, Google, the most downloaded app on Google Play. Um, it is the most downloaded uh, app in Hong Kong currently as Did well. Did they knock off uh, Parler? Because Parler was the most downloaded uh, app for a was, couple of weeks. It was the most downloaded, yeah, but they're number two. So they were probably right behind Parler during this time. Um, These tech companies, uh, man. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, that, you, you fools exactly. are finished. You fools are finished. You tipped your hand. You're done. But that's that's one of the things they advertise is um, it's a social media with no ads, no targeting, no political bias, no news feed manipulation, and um, no other kind of BS, as they they put it. Um, it's social media done right uh, is their uh, kind of their their that's uh, good slogan. Yeah. So. Um, if you look on Wikipedia, they say uh, the only people that use MeWe is um, conspiracy theorists, anti-vaxxers, 
and really? conservatives. That's it. That's the only ones that go over there. You know, I, I saw something on um, I, I saw something on uh, on Wikipedia the other day, and I, I thought, all right, just for the hell of it. And I looked it up. I, I, I almost I can't even remember what it was now. I want to say that it was. Um, Maybe it was parlor. I, I don't know. But I, I looked up something and I thought, all right, what's Wikipedia say about it? And oh, man, it was this crazy conspiracy theory. You know, if you believe in that, then that's what you are. And I'm like, really? Are, are you? It's it's unbelievable. You, do you know what Wikipedia is? That's 900 people. That's what Wikipedia is. 900 people. It's crazy. So Facebook, yeah. speaking of Facebook, you talked there about Facebook. Facebook reveals an algorithm. And people, this is why people are leaving. Facebook reveals an algorithm change that prioritizes news outlets such as CNN and the New York Times. I don't see a problem there, do you? I, I don't see a biased agenda there, do you? No, of course not. I mean, you know, these these upstart medias, all they're doing is... Um peddling conspiracy theories and oh, yeah. saying there's voter fraud and all that yeah. anti-vax, anti-vax you know yeah, yeah. saying covid-19 isn't a real thing so yeah. we we have to censor them right i mean those are the extremists those are the extremists you see we would be one of the ones censored by the way for the listener i mean yes. the stuff we talk about we would be yes. banned the, this is why we didn't which by the way i mean our podcast goes out on twitter every day it's just i don't think that they've caught on to it yet <laughs> that's the only reason i think it's still up there uh we don't actually use it because i mean we looked at twitter in the early days a couple of years ago and we were looking at youtube and all the rest of them and I said, well, what's really the point? I mean, if you look at all this stuff, I mean, we can see the way that things are going. We're, we're looking at trends. We're watching how things go. We know history. We know how these things eventually pan out. We're not going to be welcome. So why would we waste our time building an audience on those platforms that's going to throw you off? One American News just got thrown off of YouTube, what was it, a couple of days ago? They're done. They're, they're out. Uh, another big podcaster, one of the biggest podcasters in the U.S., has uh, has a massive audience. If you're on the audio platforms, doesn't seem to be a problem yet. But uh, that's just because the corporations haven't moved in on all fronts yet uh, on the, uh, the, uh, the podcasting platforms, which there will be a fallback and, and new things will arise over there as well. So, you know, th- things will things will change there in, in the coming days, I'm sure. But um one of the biggest podcasters in the U.S. who also does video, and we didn't do video for that very reason. Uh, that was another, well, it wasn't the only reason, but uh, that was one of the main reasons uh, is because of that, because of algorithms. And they got thrown off of YouTube. We're talking close to 100 million subscribers. They don't care. I mean, well, of course, the, the podcaster cares, but uh, YouTube, they don't care. Some of these other people that, uh, that are out there, a uh, big guy like Steven Crowder, Five million or so subscribers, a little higher. Everybody knows Stephen Crowder, the guy with the mug, the, uh, the guy that's famous for going on college campuses. Change my mind. Change my mind. Yeah, I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. Love that stuff. Uh, he's been. I, I think he's still on YouTube, but I think he's demonetized. Or he was demonetized. Now he's back. Yeah, uh, it's sort of remonetized, kind of. Um, apparently, you only make enough money on YouTube to. It's basically beer money. That's about all the money you make on there for for yeah, the ads. So the ads are like, what is it like, uh, two cents or whatever it is every time there's an ad that plays. Or it, it, it's something like a, a penny for every thousand ads or or something. Is that it? Something like that. Yeah, it, that's not really, even beer really money. Small. Yeah. It, of course, I mean, really I don't small. drink. Well, I don't know what the cost of beer is anymore. But well, when you have a lot of videos up, you know, I mean, it, it does add up. But they don't True. make hardly any kind of money off of YouTube. I know I know with a lot of the conservatives uh, talking about the whole censorship, um, it's not necessarily about the money. Uh, obviously, that's a nice bonus, even though it's small amounts, but it's about the um, the principle of the matter. Right. Uh, typically, I don't know. This is this is kind of generally the sentiment for conservatives as your business. You know, you can freely censor all you want. 
it's your business. Have at it. Um, where the issue lies is you're getting government special protections. So because of those special protections, one of these stipulations is you can't censor. Because of that, now we have a problem with you censoring. So you're, you cannot censor. And that's what we've been talking about with the 230 clause that basically gives them these kind of protections as long as they don't, you know, as a publisher, or excuse me, as a, um, as a platform and it's, it's, um, revoked or, or nullified once they become a publisher and they start censoring content, uh, as they currently are, which, you know, that should be looked into. I really hope that that happens, but we know how politics go and politicians, uh, it may not happen for a while. Quick question. What do you think happened to the Drudge Report? No idea. If you looked at the Drudge Report, and the Drudge Report is the most the most visited news site in the world. In the world, it gets more traffic than Facebook, Twitter, and Google combined in a day. And Matt Drudge was was um, he was key in helping get Trump elected in 2016. He wasn't the only person, but he was one of them. But if you were to look at Drudge over the last, I don't know, two years or so, it's been nothing but a uh, a big cheerleading site for the opposition. And a lot of people are wondering why. And to be honest with you, I'm wondering why too. I don't know. Where is Drudge? What happened to well, him? Now, I know he, to be he's fair, very reclusive. He's a very reclusive person. I know he doesn't come out in public. I get that. To be fair, though, the the, the mainstream medias, the, the, the things that Drudge links to, they're all biased. They're all left-leaning. They're all communist, Marxist, you know, that that direction. Drudge just links to the other news sites. True. That, that, True. So but they do spin. Drudge will lean left. Yeah, they, but they do... They do put the the titles on the articles themselves. Those they do put up. And as far as like the main uh, the main one, you know, the main one that you see, those headlines are what catch people. So I, I used to look at, at, at Drudge. Yeah, I, I used to look at Drudge and and they would link to all kinds of news articles, left, right, center, all of it. And it's not been that over the last couple of years. It's been a transition towards. Uh, all the left ones. And it's like, hold on a minute, fellas. Okay, I, I understand. I understand that you're giving uh, a side of the news. I get it. But let's get both sides of it. Let, let's see all the sides of it. Let, let's look at all the aspects of it, which is what Drudge used to be. And let's make our decision. You know, I know people that used to read four newspapers a day. This is back in the days when you could actually trust halfway news, you know, halfway trust newspapers. People used to read four newspapers a day. They would read those newspapers, but they would get uh, like the New York Times, USA Today, a local paper and the New York Post. And I would always ask that person, I say, why do you get four or five newspapers? And why, why do you do that? Of course, older generation. And they said, I get these newspapers because they all have different opinions and different views on things. And so I read all of the points of view and then I make my decision based on all the points that I see. And that's what Drudge used to be. And, and it's not anymore. It's not anymore. Now it's just one side. I don't want one-sided news, right or left. I don't want one-sided news. I want all sides of it. I want it out there. And I want to be able to make my my informed decision based on all aspects of an argument or a subject. And that's not what Drudge has become. And so, you know, I, I'm just, I'm wondering what happened over there. I don't know. Did Drudge walk away? Did he sell it out? Did he just, you know, cash out and, and walk on? I don't know. That's the thing. Nobody seems to have an answer to that. That's the question I have. And I want to know. But, you know, we, we do our, we do our research through a, consor you know, consortium of uh, many, many other things amongst a lot of things that the public doesn't see because we start digging. Anyway, uh, we are going to have to go. So we are out of time today, but we are going to be sitting down with Marty later on this afternoon. We're talking China. We're talking uh, cyber attacks and we're talking what's possibly brewing in the Middle East. And with him being a, uh, 
former resident of the Middle East for a period of around nine, almost 10 years, then he's going to have a very well-rounded perspective on uh, what we might be seeing over there. But we are going to have to go. So thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. For all these topics and more, please check us out later on this afternoon. And I hope everyone has a happy Thanksgiving in the U.S.